Welcome in, race fans, to the first episode of 2023 of Inside Arcs. We're coming to you live here from the Inside Arcs studios and podcast. Uh, we've had a great off-season of multiple series going on, both in recruitment and in just fun runs. But now it's time to get into our official series We've got plenty coming up here on this episode from A-squared to S&S, TNT, Arcs Extreme with the dirt and short tracks, as well as some special iRacing events coming up. Thank you all for coming out. Give everything here a like, subscribe to uh, the podcast, and help us out in any way you can. Uh, as we go through this year, we'll have special guests come on from the owner, Ryan Pinnell, all the way through our driver lineups in every division and series. But without further ado, let's get started on the Inside Arcs podcast. To get us started, we're going to jump into our Arcs Extreme preview. This is our our asphalt short track and then our short track dirt oval series. Uh, we currently only have our schedule up and ready for the super late model. So we're going to get a quick preview into that. As you can see here, we've got our schedule lined out kicking off February 14th, February 14th, or sorry, February 13th. Some of the dates are a little, little wonky because of where I am located, but We've got our super late models kicking off. We've got a nice solid season here coming up. And with that, you're going to see that we kick things off at New Smyrna Speedway at, for the opener. And it's going to be a action-packed uh, season throughout. We had fun with these cars, kind of mixing them around last year in the ARCS Extreme Series, both on dirt and on asphalt, kind of changing up the cars. But this year... Super late models is where it's going to be on Monday nights. Monday nights, super late models, fresh on ARCS Racing Networks. Uh, as you can see, as we go down the schedule here, we head over to Lanier, then out to North Wilkesboro, which is getting a lot of attention this year, both in the real world and in the sim world. We go to Myrtle Beach, South Boston, Irwindale, Oxford Plains, which if you don't like turning lefts, do not go to that track because it is just one big left turn. Lots of fun there, lots of interesting ways to get yourself in trouble. Then we head to the Coliseum there of Bristol Motor Speedway. Head out to Stafford, Martinsville, your, your, your flat and bump and run style track, which these super late models, as overpowered as they are, it's going to be tough on those rear tires. Going out to Thompson, Thompson Speedway, Southern National, Richmond, Nashville Fairgrounds, IRP or Lucas Oil Raceway, and then we finish out with Five Flags Speedway for the finale in June. Um, as we've gone through each of the seasons here with Arcs Extreme, it has been a up and down in the uh, driver count category. You know, sometimes you know, you know, around 10 drivers. But we've also seen in the past, in the last few months of last season, that our numbers have jumped up into the mid-teens, into the 20s. So look out for this series as an up-and-comer for ARCs and all the series coming through because this one is a great grassroots feeder 
type series that uh, puts on a lot of impressive showings, and that's going to be on your Monday nights. Monday nights coming up here on ARCs. From there, uh, like I said, we had our, we have our ARCs Extreme Dirt. That schedule has not been released yet, but it will start the day after on Tuesdays. That will be Tuesdays uh, through the season. Same style schedule as the Asphalt ARCs Extreme, but Dirt, obviously, with theirs. They are finishing up their schedule as we get rolling. We're going to head next into a series that has already begun, and that is Thursday Night Thunder. Thursday Night Thunder is in its Season 6 as we get rocking and rolling here. They are already four races into their season. Four races into their season as we get a quick look at what has happened so far. Thursday Night Thunder has kicked off with multiple races already. As you see, uh, Juan Jimenez took the first two races of the season in standout fashion, both at Chicagoland and Nashville. Now, both of those are mile-and-a-half tracks, so kind of gives you an idea of where Juan is going to be really strong this year. But two wins heading out straight away. Perfect start to the season for him. Aiden Norman grabs the uh, third race of the season at WWT at Gateway. And Seth Wansing grabbed the Iowa win this past week. TNT is one of those mainstays, and it's in the ARCA cars. You know, can't bump, can't beat on these cars because they are fragile. They do not like it, those old-style uh, cup cars from the past. But TNT is one of our invite-only leagues, and you'll see as the season goes on that this schedule is a complete hodgepodge of tracks from things you would see on a regular like Bristol and Daytona all the way to the retired tracks or fantasy tracks that these cars would not normally run like a Milwaukee Mile, Rockingham, Suzuka. You're going to see some craziness get going as we roll through the season. We're going to take a quick look into the standings here. You see um, that we have Aiden Norman has sit is sitting on top of the standings right here with his one win. He's averaging a fifth-place finish, which is great for him. He's got a five-point lead over Jeff Noe. I think I said that right. We'll find out later. Uh, Dustin Painter is, is hitting there in third about 11 points back, and then as we work down, through some of our other drivers, you see Juan Jimenez has got his two wins, but he's only made two starts, so it's hurting him in a major way in that he has not been able to race the last two weeks um, through the TNT. TNT is one of ARC's mainstays, like I said before, and it is run every Thursday night, every Thursday night for the foreseeable future, as you saw on the schedule it is going to be an absolute barn burner. Uh, as we head next into our other um, standalone series, so this is a series that you know doesn't have any connections anywhere or any kind of feeders, but that will be the Saturday Night Showdown or SNS as they call it. SNS heads into season six as well. 
as we get prepared to look at their schedule. They have currently only run one race. So they're, they kicked off this past weekend, and their schedule has not been completed, but it is, it is in stone right now, and I can read that out to you here in a moment. But as we get locked in and look at their standings from race number one, Actually, let's not even do that. Let's just look at what the results were from race number one. There we go. All right. So, race number one from SNS Saturday Night Showdown finished out like this. It was held at Rockingham. Uh, the trucks did not like this track. Um, Multiple drivers saying this truck keeps bottoming out. I'm hitting everything underneath my truck on this track. It's causing me to shoot across the track when I get up to speed. But in the end, it came down to who was able to, one, survive, and two, thrive with the truck that was uh, supplied to them. And yes, they bottomed out. And yes, it is a tough track to drive. Rockingham is not a smooth track by any means um, and Cody Pinnell came out on top with the win here in the opener for the SNS um, 2023 season. SNS is going to see a little bit of a different look to it this year. It had a change in um, leadership but it's still going to be that same style. Trucks heading over uh, different tracks and different avenues of um, race patterns whether it's the mile and a half whether it's the uh, what do you call it like the road courses the super speedways the short tracks there is gonna be something for everyone as we go through so I lied and said it was season six season six is actually later this year but season five has kicked off this this uh, season right here season five has kicked off and I have their schedule pulled up here in front of me now as we look at everything that, has, that is going on. All right, so heading into SNS's schedule here. Okay, so you saw they kicked off at Rockingham. They will continue on. Uh, this coming Saturday at Kentucky and then into the Super Speedway of Daytona straight over out to California racing at Sonoma for their first road course of the year. Uh, then they head to the short track of Bristol, mile and a half at Kansas, up to Pocono and Pennsylvania. Then they're back on their last road course of the season five season, the early year season. Uh, see, uh, they head to the Daytona road course with the trucks, then all out to Bristol dirt. That's a weird, there's a weird three weeks in here. You go Pocono, Daytona road course, Bristol dirt craziness. And then they head for the regular season finale, the playoff cut at Martinsville on, uh, April 15th. Then they head into the round of 10 with two tracks, a mile and a half of Chicagoland and then Talladega, and then that cuts it down to the round of five for two races, one at North Wilkesboro, that'll be a beating and banging between those top five, and the finale of season five will be at Homestead. We'll preview season six 
and the back half of the calendar uh, when we get there. But for right now, that is your Season 5 schedule for the Midwest Barbecue Saturday Night Showdown here with ARCS. Um, as before we get into our next, or sorry, before we get into our next segment here, which is going to be our special events coming up, if you are interested in what ARCS does, both from a media standpoint or a racing standpoint here on iRacing, hit, hit that link right there. Go to racearcs.com to get signed up to possibly join us get into some of the races both either in sns and the extreme world or into our feeder series we would love to have you if you're more in like the administrative role or just just a fan just a fan uh we will post our discord link uh you can search us with uh arcs and get, you can hop into our discord through racearcs.com i believe and we'll get you all set up when it comes to that something that I believe everyone could be a part of here as ARCS continues to grow with all of our series and our special events and each of our feeders. So I want to thank you all again for listening in and as we head into our next segment. Our next segment is our special events. Special events for ARCS coming up, okay? This weekend, the 10th, 11th, and 12th part of the 12th of February, iRacing has uh, every year put on the Bathurst 12 hour out at Mount Panorama in Australia. It is an absolute barn burner of event, a very tough track to maneuver around. Let me see here. We're going to pull it up as uh, the, that's not what I wanted to do. The track alone is enough to uh, make someone scream, as you see here. This track is no one's best friend, let's put it that way. Long straightaways, high speeds in the GT3 cars. Um, ARCS has, recent in recent history, become a staple in the team divisions when it comes to these iRacing events. Just this past month in January, the iRacing 24 Hours of Daytona, ARCS took home two victories in two separate splits in two separate cars. An excellent showing for the 2023 season for ARCS. We look to continue that here with one to two teams racing in the Bathurst 12 hour. As you can see, the track, a lot of turns, 23, 23 turns. A lot of hard angles, hills, as you see down through the dipper and all these quarry corner, all these different elevation changes. You're going to see a ton of damage. You're going to see a ton of stress on the cars and the drivers as they try to navigate this track for 12 hours. We're hoping to have two teams uh, kick off in this event, if able. Um, it does back up into some of our official series, but... Our endurance program has gotten off to a great start this year. Um, as we continue into the year, we have some more uh, events coming up. In March, we'll have the 12 hours at Sebring um, that we'll have a team at, at least one team at. 
in May you have the Nurburgring 24 hour which is a huge event for iRacing they're later in the year six hours at Watkins Glen 24 hours at Spa then you have the Petit Le Mans uh, for iRacing the Fuji 8 hour and a couple others as you get down into the winter months that are a little bit more a little bit more singular and we'll get to those as we get closer but like I said it's been a great start for the endurance arcs endurance program with two wins coming in the uh, Daytona 24-hour race so congratulations to those teams and we'll be having those drivers on as we go through the year um, the next part next piece of arcs that we have not talked about is our feeder series so back in January arcs had their first ever draft for a squared a squared is a you have to be drafted into it by team owners there are 28 official full-time drivers that will race in a squared and we're actually going to go through a squared first as we pull up their work as well so a squared is going to be a like I said drafted in and I'll have the rosters here in one moment um, but you drafted in it was a four round draft three of three of the drivers were full-time that gave you 21 plus your seven owners and then they had a draft for a part-time driver to come in as a possible replacement or just someone that they want to develop as they go forward and then paired with a squared is our ignition program which is our Xfinity cars they will race the same schedule pretty much as the cup schedule the a squared schedule and every 12 races there's going to be a reshuffling where the owners can decide to drop a driver keep their team the same select a driver from ignition take their part-time driver make them full-time take a full-time make them part-time there's gonna be a lot of shuffling possibly that could come up in the next uh, 12 races so the drivers have 12 races to get their stuff together make it work otherwise it could be a they could be moved out of those different teams um, we are working on getting the rosters up for everyone as you can see dun, dun, dun. there we go We continue on. Um, there we go. Now we're cooking with peanut oil. So, A squared had their draft, and this is what the team rosters look like. 
So, going into this week, we have the duels at Daytona. So, on Sunday, our drivers will be heading down to Daytona. Two separate races. Top two that qualify will be on the front row, one and two, inside, outside. And then we will have two races to set the lineups. First race will set the inside line. Second race sets the outside line. All drivers are available to run in this full-time, definitely, and all part-time drivers. They're allowed two races during this first 12-race stretch. You can see here, this is how A-squared team rosters line up. Beatron Racing, headed up by Jeremy Brault, has drafted Joshua Gaiman, Jack Mulkey, Steven Overstat, and John Smeal as their part-time drivers. Black Acid Racing, uh, owned by James Kerr will be joined by Austin Purnell, Matthew Leiter, Brian Rupert, and their part-time driver will be Tristan Catania. Bandit Racing is owned by Toby Estes. He selected Briley Wright, Tommy Reynolds, Cody Riggs, and Aiden Norman as his part-time driver. I believe Aiden Norman is going to be your dark horse possible coming out of the part-time ranks into full-time ranks, depending on scheduling and how he races. Presidential Racing owned by ARC's owner, Ryan Pinnell. He drafted Donald Ray, Kevin Feimster, Elrich George out of the Bahamas, and his part-time driver will be Jacob Blankenship, another driver that is possible scheduling that could enter into full-time status in the second 12 races. So keep an eye out for that. Sunday Money Racing, owned by Seth Wansing. Uh, he selected Bryn Roberts, Daniel Michelle, Jonathan Honebrink and Cody Pinnell as his part-time. A stack team, some definite risk-taking there in his draft, especially with Daniel. Daniel's going to be a rookie here in A-squared, but he won on a team that I, I actually raced with, or that I owned in the 24 hours of the Char Charlotte Roval. He won that almost by himself, but he had an excellent team behind him. He started off that race with a triple stint, and by the end of his stint had a, a lap and a half lead on the whole field. So look out for him. A special talent, I think, that Seth picked up for the first 12 races and possibly for the full season. Line Power Motorsports, owned by Tom Sears, picked up Brandon Fetterplace, Emma Carter, and Alex Simkowski. Part-time driver, Richie Catania. That team, we're going to see. I think that's your dark horse team. Possible sneaks into some playoff spots, but also could be in your middle of the pack runners. But consistency, I think, is going to be key for that team. Prophecy Motorsports, our final team, owned by Tommy Withers, uh, selected Dustin Painter, Joshua Garrison, David Wright, and Thomas Andrews as the part-time driver. Um there's your rosters for A-squared going into the first 12 races of the season. Uh, we had a exhibition race this past week at the Clash at the Coliseum in, in L.A. I'm losing track of my words right now, but we're going to pull that up real quick for you. As A-squared kicked off with 
their first, or not first, their second time headed out to the Coliseum. And... Let's see, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull up their... Bum, bum, bum. Nope, not going to be able. So we had the Clash of the Coliseum. It is currently on the ARCS or ABN Network YouTube. Uh, you can see the full race replay there. Jeremy Brealt took home the Clash win um, in style. There was a, quite a bit of commotion uh, throughout the race, but it, it, no different than what we saw in real life at the NASCAR Clash at the Coliseum. Uh, bumpers being used, feelings getting getting hurt a little bit, but overall a great start to the seasons um, with A-squared. This is our top division. A-squared is going to see a lot, a lot of eyes on it, both in the way of roster movement, but also in the way of sponsors, in the way of our streams, which is being handled by ABN this year for all 36 races. And it is an exciting time to be a part of ARCs, especially at the top level, because everyone is going to be gunning for one of those 28 full-time spots. The roster has been set for the first 12 with full-time and part-time, but that leads us to our feeder series of ARCs Ignition. This is brand new to ARCs and kind of brought about by the draft of the by the draft by a squared and that there are dri there were drivers that were kind of left out and not not selected for the different for a squared and so what you're going to see is here I'm going to pull up real quick and kind of walk you through what we're looking at for arcs ignition as we get ready to go forward so we're gonna pull our there it is right there and we're gonna transition over so you can see here is the ignition schedule um, they lead off with same kind of schedule as cup shorter distances less of the rule packages that you're going to see. They're also going to be in the Xfinity cars. So they start off at Daytona, Auto Club, Vegas, Phoenix, uh, New Atlanta, Coda, Richmond, Bristol Dirt, which is going to be interesting for those Xfinity cars because I don't believe they've been on dirt before. Over to Martinsville, Talladega, Dover, and Darlington to finish out that 12-race first season part for Ignition, and that's where you'll see our um, shift happen. Um, here is your current schedule. You can see those that are full and those that are part when it comes to uh, the drivers. Um, you see some of these drivers like Feimster, Wright, Riggs, those Pinnell, Sears, those are all drivers that are full-time over in Cup um, and the A-squared division. So they are going to be able to run two races down here in the ignition. Same way you'd think that in real life, like Kyle Busch goes down and runs a few races for his Xfinity or truck teams. So 
each of these drivers are going to have the opportunity to maybe get a little testing in for the Cup Series um, or just, you know, have a little fun or help train the drivers that they have signed up for uh, ignition and look to train as possible full-time or part-time drivers in a squared. We continue on. It's been a great, great start to the season. SNS is off to a fabulous start at, from Rockingham. TNT is four races in already. A squared had their clash kickoff. Next, they're headed to Daytona for the duels. And each week is going to be bigger and better as we continue on with each of our divisions and our series, both feeder series and official series. Um, it's going to be fun. Find a way to come out and watch us, whether that's through our streams on ABN networks, ABN racing networks with Carmen Hardy or racing with us at racearcs.com. And we'll get you into the different series that you're interested in. Remember, SNS open to everyone, TNT, A squared, invite only or drafted, Ignition open to everyone, Arcs Extreme open to anyone. If you are a dirt head, get out there on Tuesday nights and let's see our, your best dirt moves. Short track asphalts on Monday and look out for our special events. If you want to be a part of one of these endurance program teams, we would love to have you. The more the merrier when it comes to growing our endurance program, we're finding all kinds of new drivers throughout and as you saw on our a squared rosters there's a bunch of rookies that are in there and we found some of them through our endurance programs some through our short track programs but it's gonna be an absolute barn burner of a 2023 my name is Matthew Kent I'm one of the admins here at arcs and for everyone at arcs and all divisions and series and for inside arcs it's been an amazing time we'll see you next time on inside arcs